0: everyone and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. The topic for this week is let's quit together. I am discussing certain behaviors and mindsets that we all should quit and stop engaging in so that we can continue on the road to becoming our best selves. And today we are going to be discussing quit living life in fear. So fear, it just takes over our lives, right? It changes our view on reality in an instant because we can cause ourselves to believe certain things, especially if it's based in previous experiences and beliefs that we grew up on. You know, we just get so caught up in it. It's kind of like being on a hamster wheel of like, we're just going and going and going and going and we can't get off the wheel. We are just getting trapped and letting fear dominate our lives. And Fear can lead you down some paths that will just deepen your fears more and more. Again, on that hamster wheel of fear, you know, a lot of times you will settle for less than you want because you are afraid to take the next steps to go after the things you really want. That fear just creates like this barrier, this like blockade that you literally can't get yourself past. You feel like you want to try, you think about how you desire on moving forward, on trying again, um, or even enlisting help, but you just feel so physically even stuck, not just your mind, but your body. You feel like you cannot move forward in the things that you desire because fear has such a tight grip on you. And, you know, there is also the drive to be seen as perfect as possible. You know, you just wanna you just wanna have that shiny exterior where no one can question you about anything, so that you can avoid any criticisms or judgments, which you are in fear of receiving from people you want acceptance from. There are so many things wrapped up in and living our lives under this umbrella of fear. Because we get so caught up in like acceptance and not wanting to make mistakes or go through failures or, you know, just growing up with these limiting belief systems that we aren't able to do things or, you know, the way that we were raised, you know, that is just set in our minds to believe that, no, you know, you weren't you good at that then. You're not going to be good at it now. There's no way for you to grow and change. And all of these things are lies. I just want you to know that. All of these things are lies. They're not true. Any sort of limiting beliefs that you were fed as a child are all garbage. I need to know that because, you know, those were from people that were hurt. They were dealing with their own issues and problems. And a lot of people will transfer those things onto you because it's too much for them to hold. They don't know how to deal with it. They haven't figured out how to be in more in tune with themselves and really tap into self-awareness and understanding of their own feelings and emotions to actually dive deep and to handle those feelings those things that they are going through so they will project them onto you they will transfer them onto you because it's so much easier to do that and especially if you they can spread negativity and everyone's feeling negative then they don't feel like an outsider they don't feel like they are alone in their feelings of being negative so um and you know you know how i talk about boundaries a lot. <laughs> if you are not new to the show, you know that I talk about boundaries a lot. Personal boundaries are one of the most important key things in your life for you to succeed, for you to become your best self, for you to be able to set yourself up for success and not allow other people to take advantage of you, or for you to, you know, fall so deeply into this perfectionism and people pleasing personality that you completely forget who you are. You have to have personal boundaries. And if you want to learn more about personal boundaries, I talked a whole week about them. If you want to go back into the archives of the podcast, because I talked about how you can have healthy boundaries, how you can have soft boundaries, and how you can have hard boundaries, soft and hard. That's not what you want. You want normal boundaries right in the middle. But if you don't want to go back into the archive, just hang tight because um, probably in a few Uh, weeks, I'm going to um, have that come back as a weekly topic just to kind of refresh it. So don't worry. We will learn more about personal boundaries, but you know, I talk about them a lot. And if you don't know, I do. I love them. So living in fear will also cause you to lack boundaries and say yes when you really need to say no and to not share your opinion or true feelings with others because of any possible backlash Because you don't want people making fun of you. You don't want people casting judgments on you or disagreeing with you or making you feel awkward or out of place. And you know when I say when they make you feel things, like you're choosing to feel those things. I don't actually mean that they are making you feel those things because we are all responsible for our own feelings and we choose how we feel. I know that was a tangent that may not have needed to be said, but it's always important to know we are all responsible for our own feelings. So anyway, yeah, so if you... Are living in fear, your boundaries will be compromised so easily because you're just giving in. You know, you don't want to make any mistakes, you don't want to make any wrong moves, you don't want to upset anyone. You want to be accepted, you want to be valued, you want to be loved, you want to be cared for. Um, and you're you don't know how to do that except for trying to do it under someone else, under someone else's approval, which is no way to live because you know there's going to come a time in your life where you're not going to be able to live under someone else's approval because maybe you don't have anyone else's approval. Despite how nice you are, beautiful or talented and kind, smart, you know, helpful, people still might not like you. That's just the reality of life. So you need to understand that you need to be able to stand tall and firm in who you are and understand that if you don't, then your whole life is probably going to end up just coming to some sort of abrupt stop and you're just going to be stuck there until you're able to get over these fears. And I know I know this might seem harsh, something that you don't necessarily want to hear, something that might cause you to feel sad and disappointed and like there's no way out, but there is a way out. There totally is. Today, I am going to share with you four tips for how to get out of living in fear, which we'll talk about soon. So do not fret. But also, you know, you may not realize it, you may not realize it, but fear causes us a lot of inner pain, inner turmoil. You know, also this pain of like wanting to share who you are, wanting to be authentic and transparent in who you are and what you're all about. You know, this pain of feeling like you have to do everything for everyone else. You have to please everyone else, but you're never pleasing yourself. You're never truly happy. You're never truly engaging in the things that make you excited and happy and go after your dreams and fulfill your passions. And your needs, right? Um, but yeah, fear causes us so much inner pain, which can lead you to needing to numb that pain because it's so overwhelming at times. And you might choose to do it with alcohol or food or having the distraction of being too busy and just adding every little last task and event to your life so you don't have to think about it. That's the way I chose. I also chose food like right before I was leaving to go to college and I was dealing with a lot of crap with my dad and I remember days of just eating like <laughs> this is going to sound weird but I would just eat like sleeves and sleeves and sleeves of like Ritz crackers and and I would have like lots of juice right but I wasn't having anything nutritious and I was just having a lot of like empty carbs and sugar and I was just feeling this void of feeling so sad so disappointed so hurt, so betrayed in the relationship that my father and I had and things that were happening um, that I just ate and ate and ate. But typically when I am trying to uh, numb the pain, my inner pain inside that has to do with fear or anything else, I do try to stay busy because if you are too busy, then you don't have time to think about it. You don't have time to deal with it. You don't have time to actually dive in and, you know, patch things up, fix things. So just know that maybe you're not even realizing that you are numbing the pain in some of the ways I mentioned or in a different way. And the solution to that is for you to take the time to actually figure it out, actually understand what you're going through and understand that it's important for you to figure that out and understand your triggers and the underlying reasons and factors and actually make a decision. Do you want to move on from this? Do you want to overcome fear? You know, do you want to quit fear? Do you want to quit living your life in fear? And I feel like the answer for all of us is yes. It's yes. Um, So yeah, you may not realize it, but there you go. Um, But also, so living in fear will really hold you back from almost everything in life. It really will. You might think that you are slowly progressing over time, but there's going to be a point, like I said. Where you're gonna become stagnant. So if you are constantly worrying about how you're going to impress someone, or if you're going to fail at doing this, or if you will embarrass yourself doing that, you will always be constantly overwhelmed. And the fear will continue to build up. And you will continue to live on that hamster wheel of fear in your life until you make the conscious decision. You have to make it. No one else can make this decision for you. I can sit here and talk your ear off all sing all day. But if you don't actually make the personal decision to get off the hamster wheel, wow, get off the hamster wheel! I'm just so excited! I'm flubbing over my words. If you don't make the conscious decision to get off the hamster wheel and make that and, and let fear go and not let it hold you back anymore, you will continue to spin and spin and spin until you make that decision, or you don't. Right? And I don't. I don't want anyone not to. So, just take that for. I just. I just hope that really helps you understand how bad fear is for us. You know, the traditional sense of fear of like having fear and it initiating a fight or flight response and, you know, keeping us safe, that's one thing. But being afraid to speak up in a crowd because you feel like you're going to embarrass yourself or you feel like you're going to be judged, there's going to be some sort of consequence to what you're saying for sharing your opinion, despite the fact that everyone else is, that's not the kind of fear that's acceptable or that you should accept in your life at all. So I do, again, have four tips for you for how to quit living your life in fear. But before we get to that, as always, let's talk about the five-minute reset. So if you're having a hard day, if you're feeling overwhelmed, burdened by the day, if things are just annoying you, you're just having a hard time, this happened to me recently, you can just draw a line in the sand and make the decision to restart your day right then and there. The five minute reset allows you to reset, reboot, restart your day right then and there. You know, you can just like say, okay, I'm not going to let whatever happened in the first part of the day, even if you do this like right before you go to bed, because you just don't want all that stuff to linger into your sleep time and wake up even more stressed. No one wants that. So By doing the five-minute reset, you're able to just say like, okay, everything else has already happened. I'm just going to leave it in the past. I'm going to take any sort of like nuggets I need to learn from, but I'm going to move forward and I'm going to start this day brand new right here, right now, and I'm going to enjoy it and it's going to serve me well and it's going to be amazing. So the five-minute reset is all you need to have is five minutes of yourself to be alone. Take more time if you have it, but all you need is five minutes and it allows you to take a break from any issues or burdens that you're constantly dealing with. Or just, you know, currently. Um, you can also take some time to come up with a resolution for any problems or issues that you were dealing with alone or that involve someone else. I always encourage everyone to come up with a list of at least four things you were grateful for. Big, small, or medium size. You can be grateful for being able to, you know, make new friends on socials. That's what I've been doing. I've been on Clubhouse. Super fun making lots of new friends, networking with people. Um, people I actually enjoy chatting with. Super grateful for that. It's been a lifesaver for having interactions with real people. Maybe you're grateful that you haven't killed your houseplants yet. That's definitely on my list too. I'm looking at my plant right now while I'm recording and I'm like, yes, yes, it's still alive. (laughs) So great. Uh, Maybe you're grateful that you had some time to clean up around your house. You feel good about that. You want to pat yourself on the back. You're like, I did it. I finally did some chores. I'm feeling good about myself. Yay, me. You can feel grateful about that. Or maybe you're grateful that you were able to finally stand up to someone. You are finally able to, you know, tell them how you feel, or you're finally able to create boundaries in your life so that you are able to be that strong, confident self you always knew you were, but you're just now stepping into it. So you can be grateful for anything and everything under the sun. The list is never ending. It's amazing. It's amazing. And last but not least, before you end your five minute reset, make sure that you're feeling at least neutral, if not positive about the rest of your day, because hopefully after making that gratitude list and maybe thinking of some other positives and blessings in your life, you will realize that by focusing more in on the positives in your life, it'll help you get through the negatives. So I hope that that really helps you. I love the five minute reset. So let's Talk about some tips on how to quit living your life in fear. So the first one is to reevaluate the way you're thinking. You don't have to always do things the same way you always have. A lot of times we live in fear because we live in these mindsets that were set a long time ago. Um, whether it was in our childhood or adolescent times or when we, you know, first became an adult, um, we will live. In these mindsets of believing that we have to do things a certain way, or when people told us that we are not able to do that, or we'll never be able to do that, you know, statements like that, but you are allowed to reevaluate the way you're thinking. You don't have to stay with those, that those types of mindsets for the rest of your life. You know, there's no one policing that. There's no one going around saying, oh no, you know, you have to, you have to go with this one because this is the one you're raised with. Now, yes, you may be saying, no, there are police for that, Sabrina, it's called your family. Yeah, I know. I get that but there's as uncomfortable as it is and I feel like it's more comfortable for me because of the dynamics that I had growing up so I was able and I had to actually you know cut ties with my own family because well parts of my family because it just wasn't healthy so for me I feel like this is easier for me to say than a lot of people to do so I do get it but I get it but sometimes you're just gonna have to you know Stand up for yourself, even in a family, even if they're trying to tell you that they know what's best for you or they know you better than you know yourself or all these things where people try to manipulate you and get you to believe what they're trying to tell you. When you know deep down what you want and what you need. So it's important for you to understand that despite what anyone's saying, even family, you are able to change, the, change your mindsets. So you're able to reevaluate the way that you think of things. And if that trends you, in a, in a direction that will allow you to push back fear and move forward in your life and make some changes that are for the better and tell yourself you are capable of so much more than what others told you or what you ever believed, it will strengthen you so, 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 so much. So much. So keep that in mind. Uh, the second tip I have for you is to look deeply at the things you're afraid of and start to poke holes in it. So if your fears revolve around, you know, Speaking your opinion in a group, ask yourself like, okay, I am afraid to give my opinion because I feel like people are going to judge me or they're not going to side with me and they'll feel really awkward or someone is going to look down upon me because they're going to think my comment doesn't make sense or isn't as educated or, you know, doesn't really amount for anything. I want to have acceptance. I want to have love. I want to stay still saying people's good graces. Sure. Sure. I get that. But you have to realize, okay, well, there's going to be a point where, you know, you got to stand up for your core beliefs. You got to stand up for your values. And if those things are in question and you don't speak up, you're going to feel like 20 million times worse than you would like not speaking up in some random political conversation that you're having, right? So you have to start looking at the things that you're afraid of and poke holes in it and be like, okay, well, so what if they won't accept me? So what if they do judge me? So what if they... they you know, now they don't want to accept me or be my friend. You In that in that experience or sometime down the line, you will probably gain better people to have in your life where people will, you know, appreciate that you're giving your opinion and love that you're sharing how you're feeling and be more drawn to you because you're being your honest, authentic self. And I feel like we do draw the people that we need in our lives at the times that we need them by being our most authentic self. So it's important for you to look at the things that you're afraid of and start to poke holes in it. Maybe you're just afraid of, like, fear of flying, you know, something as simple as that. Well, you can start to poke holes in it and be like, okay, well, am I afraid because, you know, in the 80s, like, planes were going down all the time and you really need to compare, like, the safety from then to now and also uh, do any other research online that can make you feel better and understand that you probably know a bunch of people in your life that fly all the time and they are always safe, right? And so it's just really poking holes in the way that you're believing and the way that your mindset is set and that thought and that belief and really asking yourself, like, what's the worst that could happen here? How could this be really bad? And how could I deal with it if it was really bad? And then you're able to, like, realize that, oh, I don't really have to be this afraid of this thing. It's actually going to be fine, you know? And I think the more and more you do that, the easier it'll be for you to do that on the fly and then not be living in so much fear. So hopefully that helps. Uh, The third one I have is to adopt a growth mindset. Growth mindsets, it's it's all the rage right now. (laughs) You need to have it. Um, Understand that mistakes and failures are the best ways to learn. I talk about this all the time. Along with personal boundaries, I always talk about how You know, mistakes and failures are the best ways you're going to learn, are the best ways for you to understand what you need to do differently next time, or maybe what you don't need to do differently next time. It's just this time didn't work out, and next time will, or the time after that. And understand that the universe is behind us. God is behind us. You know, we, um, a lot of times we need to go through those failures because sometimes we get all wrapped up in ourselves and get so cocky about what we think we can do and what, how we should go go about doing it, and what we're capable of, but sometimes we need to fall on our face and really wake up and realize that it's not just—it's not in our own strength; it's in God's strength, and it's in the strength of believing and having faith that it's going to work out for the best, you know. And that those opportunities to learn and grow should not be taken lightly, you know. I mean, I know initially when you fail, you make a mistake, it can be really hard for you to take really disappointed you're upset I've been there but if you allow yourself to switch your perspective and switch your mindset to more of growth as opposed to fear then you're able to see it for, for what it is oh okay well this really sucked it didn't work out but look what I learned or look what I understand better now and then take that into the next time you do it and into your future and you are just continuing like um getting all of this knowledge from all these experiences and that's what we should always continually be doing and every time we should just be gathering more and more knowledge of every experience we go through that'll help us you know hopefully eventually like I always say get back on the road to becoming our best selves or continuing to be on that journey of becoming our best selves. So the fourth and final tip I want to share with you today on how to quit living your life in fear is to Live your life more in the present. A lot of times, fear has to do with the unknown, uncertainty. You have anxiety of what's going to happen in the future, you know? Or it's it's it, you have fear of what's going to happen in the future based on what's happened in the past. You know, it's history-driven. But if we live our life more in the present of what's happening right now, then we're not focusing so heartily on the future, or what, or the uncertainty of life. And then we won't be able to dwell in fear as much. You know, we need to live our life more in the present. We need to like really enjoy what's happening right now. You know, the opportunities that we have right now, the people in our life that we adore and love and that are learning from and and, and gaining so much insight from and understanding and the new people that we're going to meet and the new experiences we're going to have. We should be living in the present and enjoy the time we have right now because as morbid and cliche as it always seems, you know, you're never guaranteed another day. You know, we could all die tomorrow. Or the next day, or whatever it is. You know, our, we have our time. We don't know when it is. And I believe that we need to enjoy life as much as possible right now as opposed to worrying about what's going to happen in the future. And yes, I do suffer from this a ton, always worrying about the future. Uh, I've been trying to scale back on that, and it's been okay uh, because enjoying what's happening right now will create the best memories and still teach you so, so much. Not that you can't plan for the future, but you just don't want to dwell on it so much that you're driving yourself crazy. So that's all the tips I have for you today. Um, and that's it on this topic. So thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. Don't forget to check the show notes below and, in. At the end of the show notes, it shows where you can follow me on Instagram, so come and check me out over there, or you can send me an email with any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topics, suggestions, or just to say, hey, hi, hello to me. If you didn't know, if you come and, you know, connect with me on Instagram, chit-chat, follow me, whatever, I am giving out random coffee cards to people that do that because I love to connect with you guys, and it's nice to, you know, receive an incentive for doing that, so that's what I'm doing. Um, You can also visit my website, SabrinaJoy.com, which is also in the show notes if you want more um, information on who I am and what I do. There's also a spot on my page to give donations via PayPal or Patreon if you are interested in supporting the show. If you are, thank you in advance. Um, So the next episode that's coming out under this topic of Let's Quit Together will be Quit being codependent. Uh, If you are excited about that, I hope you come back and listen to that episode next. But until next time, have a good one, and I will see you guys next time. Bye.